Hey listeners, are you ready to get wet? And I mean wet from the inside with our good friends at Liquid IV. Heard of them? Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And their hydration multiplier is one product you're missing in your daily routine. Get ready to be routined and be full of liquid. Boy, are you gonna piss. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins. I'm talking B3, B5, B6, B12, B52s, rock lobster, and vitamin C. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of your normal water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than normal water alone. Get your water dusted so you could feel full of liquid with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. Vitamin water? More like butt water for idiots. It's made from premium ingredients. None of this cheap shit. It's got non-GMO and it's free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Diarrhea free. Liquid IV believes that equi equitable, can't even speak it's so good, access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Me, I just use it when my tummy's bad from having a hangover. My head hurts. I drank a bunch of beers. I had a good time. Let's keep the good times rolling with Liquid IV. Get sticked. Get dusted in your water and feel good. More importantly, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use offer code DITTOS at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DITTOS at liquidiv.com. Hey guys, does it smell like updog in here? Uh, what's up, dog? Not too much. How about you? <laughs> Yay, I like that. Oh Welcome my god. To daycare dittos. Yes, we're here. We survived the poor air quality. I'm oh, out yeah. of all this updog, but I still have tons of ligma over here. <laughs> ligma? Ligma nuts. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, this, uh, we're recording this, uh, on the, the week of the poor air quality, um, where I think New York City was, for a day, uh, the worst air on planet Earth to breathe in. Yep. You know um, what? Who do we like to thank? First of all, I'd like to thank Canada for this, <laughs> this Blame honor. Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. <laughs> and, uh... I uh, decided to go for a run during one of those days. Are you crazy? Oh, no. I went for a walk. Oh, you guys are nuts. It was uh, only one mile, so it wasn't a crazy run. But it was National Running Day. Oh. And if I went for a run on my app, I would get a badge. And I had to get the badge. 
So see, I just took pictures of flowers. So <laughs> okay. Um, I think also the most ir- ironic thing was that June seventh, which is yesterday, we're recording this on June eighth, but in Canada is this is so funny. You can Google this. June seventh is Clean Air Day in Canada. No. Oh. <laughs> which is hilarious. But also, I hope everybody up in Canada is doing well. Yes, they have, it is uh, safe. Wildfires, over hundreds of wildfires spanning the area of our entire state going on right now. I yeah. think uh, I saw online that some um, one of our, our buddies, listener Elijah, is, you know, a, uh, a good Canadian uh, correspondent up there coming from the, the cold north. Hope he and his family and friends are all okay. Because, uh, you know, the smoke sucks, but the fire's worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fire bad, as Frankenstein's monster used to say. Um, you know what's weird about that? What's that? It's He's still Frankenstein. Yeah. Because, like, they, they kind of screwed themselves when there's the movie called Frankenstein's, like, the, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Because it's the monster's bride. Yeah. Really makes you think. Yeah. I mean, I'm named after uh, the person who made me, so. I'm uh, uh, named my dad's monster. Yeah. <laughs> my dad and mom's monster. Yeah. Ah, uh, real monster. Uh, we are the Daycare Dittos, a collective uh, foursome of friendship uh, coming to you fast and hard with the straight Pokemon facts. This is... According to Steven, our 100th episode, and we have something special for you in the fact that we have nothing special for you. That, that is not true. I have a little something prepared, but I think we should introduce ourselves first. So yeah. Steven uh, used a Lepa Berry. Uh, we also have Sarah. I like the um, uh, raspberries. And Dave. What berries, Dave? Dave is learning how to use his mute button. <laughs> <laughs> he would be like a, a penap berry. Maybe? Oh, I like the penap berries. They're in Pokemon Go and they make me get more candy. The prism berries are the ones that cure uh, confusion. Which uh, ones are the confusion berries again? I'm not sure. I get them all confused because they they have different effects in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah, person berries. Person berries? What do those do? They cure confusion, which is the state that I'm always in. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Nothing bothers me more than when a Pokemon gets confused. I get so mad because here's my thing with that. Whenever I, another Pokemon confo- confuses you, it lasts forever. But when you confuse another Pokemon, they like oh, just God. snap out of it. Like next turn, it's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, Same yeah. thing with like getting hit with confusion. Right. Like, it'll happen to you 800 times. And then to the other Pokemon, zero. It'll hit through all of them. Right, exactly. I'm um, back. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> when I was... really, it's really delicious. So I... Uh moved my stuff around i was rewiring and i just kicked the um surge protector and shut off everything in my room very uh, good what I, berry are you i was gonna say <laughs> bury my face in a good book oh, that's a good one we were just talking about um confusion the berry that um 
cures that because you leave and confused us. Oh. Yeah. Um, confusion is better now because it used to be a 50% chance to hit yourself. And now only a 33% chance to hit yourself. Love that. I love that. Does, can, wait, does Natu and Zatu, can they learn confusion? Probably. Makes sense because they're psychic. Before we get to that, in celebration of our 100th episode, um, so I think we all know that in the Pokemon universe, um, anything's 100th birthday, it evolves and it turns into a real thing. We learned that in the Voltorb episode. So I did something that I thought I would never do, which was utilize an AI machine. What? (laughs) But I, um, I had an AI write a Pokedex entry for our podcast as if though our podcast came to life and is a Pokemon now. Oh my God. I cannot wait to hear this. So we have Pokemon daycare dittos. Category is parental mimic Pokemon. Type normal. Height is one foot eight inches. Weight <laughs> is 19.8 pounds. And we have the ability nursery aid. The Pokedex entry is daycare dittos, the parental mimic Pokemon. Known for their incredible nurturing abilities, daycare dittos can commonly be found in daycare centers where they create an atmosphere of comfort and relaxation. They emit gentle scented gases that have a calming effect on the Pokemon in their care. These gases are a combination of delicate floral fragrances and therapeutic aromas creating a serene environment. Daycare dittos are typically gentle and kind-hearted Pokemon, always eager to help and take care of others. They create a nurturing atmosphere within Pokemon daycares, ensuring that all young Pokemon feel loved and protected. Their friendly nature and desire to assist trainers and other Pokemon have made them Beloved companions for trainers and caregivers alike. In the wild, daycare dittos are social creatures and often form small communities where they take turns caring for each other's young. They are peaceful and non-confrontational, relying on their transformation ability to mimic more threatening Pokemon when faced with danger. Daycare dittos have a natural talent for breeding as well. They are known to assist in egg hatching and have an uncanny ability to determine compatible pairs of Pokemon for optimal breeding results. Their nurturing instincts and knowledge of genetics make them invaluable assets in Pokemon breeding programs. Have fun in the Pokemon world. That was so funny. I like that little thing at the end. Have fun in the Pokemon world. I will. Thanks, AI Machine, for um, for creating the, the Pokemon our podcast would be, emitting gases in the corners <laughs> of daycare centers. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for doing that, Steven. That was, that was more in-depth than we've ever gotten. Yeah. It just, I, I loved how it, like, provided, like, the whole, in the wild, this is where you can normally find them. Like, it's kind of the stuff that you do see in the Pokedex. I was like, okay, yeah, you, you did a good job. Did you use the, the chat GPT thing? Uh, I don't even want to summon its name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that which shall not be named. 
Um, y- yes, I did. And I did guide it in uh, certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly I just said, write a Pokedex entry for daycare dittos <laughs> as if though it was a new Pokemon. And that's what it came up with. That is amazing. I have to say, like, I, uh, I did come across a, a job listing that I really was like, Ooh, that looks dope. But they were like, you must submit a cover letter. I'm like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let's see. Um, let's see what this chat AI thing <laughs> is all about. And let me tell you something that fucking thing wrote the most beautiful cover letter, co- cover letter I've ever seen in my life in 30 seconds and um yeah it was i mean i had to edit it a little bit to make it sound more like me and you know add my own personality but it it gave me the bones in 30 seconds you had to edit out the fact that you emit gentle gases (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing gentle about them (laughs) yeah hello i am smarter child (laughs) well i these are the types of responses you would get from a Natu or a Zatu in the Pokemon universe. Yeah. Um, Natu and Zatu cannot learn Confusion, but can learn Confuse Ray. Okay. okay. Good enough. I'll take it. As long as they're confused. Yeah. Well, they kind of are. I mean, yeah. well, we'll get into it, but yeah. but yeah, they're. I feel. I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. Um. I, I kind of vibe with them, honestly. Yeah. Um, we know, but you don't, viewers or listeners. You don't you don't know anything about these Pokemon yet. So let us paint you a picture in your mind's eye. Imagine a Pikachu, one that you have never seen before. It is a a tiny bird, one of the smallest birds, in fact. Mm-hmm. It is but two inches tall. At, right, two inches. Um. I- it's it's not no not even two inches it's it's like point uh i don't know actually it's very small very very tiny i thought it weighs four pounds imagine listener what if what if nerf made a bird (laughs) (laughs) it's eight inches eight inches okay um so i was gonna say imagine a tennis ball yeah. Yeah. And then hot glue some like beads onto the tennis ball. Very colorful beads, some reds, some nice complimentary uh I don't know, yellows. And then imagine you squish a, a googly eye a little bit. You smush it a little bit. Yeah. And you got like a half circle googly eye instead, and that's that's the eye you're gonna put yeah. on your tennis ball. Imagine it's a very throwable bird. A judgmental yeah. tennis ball yeah. that challenges you to staring contests yeah like imagine a tennis ball with a beak wings feet giving you a side eye yeah imagine looking at a bird and then being like huh i think i just invented angry birds yeah Yeah. and you just hurl this motherfucker at a pig what if uh birds were real though instead of fake Mm. well this one's fake and it comes from the fake land of south america (laughs) (laughs) very very uh, fictional Pokemon universe world of yeah. South America. Well, Every now and then the Pokedex fight. is just like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like, we're, in, we're in Mother Earth. You know? yeah, Eiffel Tower, the yeah, uh, yeah. Grand Canyon, or uh, no, it was that, that rock in Australia or something. Ayers Rock? Or... Yeah, or even, didn't they even reference like a elephant in some They Pokedex did, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like that fucking elephant. You're like Don fan? Like, no idiot, an elephant. <laughs> Caparaja? No, an elephant. An, elephant. an actual elephant. Ever oh, okay. heard of one? 
Well, it's always weird, too, that they're like, this is an elephant-like Pokemon. Oh, yeah. And it like, was for, what is this based on? It was for Ghastly. It was like, Ghastly can envelop an elephant. And it's like, cool, yeah. why did I need to know that? <laughs> but also, it's like the the your dead, like, uncle. <laughs> like, why you gotta bring my uncle into this? And also, why is there an elephant? Thomas Edison Achoo can kill an entire elephant. Um, I thought that this Pokemon also reminded me of uh, some Yoshi characters, like the Raven from Yoshi's Island, or there are these uh, characters called the Huff and Puffins uh, from Yoshi. Oh yeah, games. The, the Huff and Puffins. And what's and the Raven's name? It has a Raphael Raven. the Raven. Yeah. And you know what's unfortunate is I googled him and I immediately found like really weird pictures of him. Oh, I was actually looking for porn of Natu and Zatu because I was like, surely there won't be porn of these two. Was and there? I could not find any. Oh, oh get drawn. Well, <laughs> I might. I might have had moderate safe search on. I did see some rather adorable pictures of Natu, though. Um, um, I'll have you know that I have already found porn of Natu. Just so. right. uh, I guess I uh, have moderate safe search on. Um, I, there's only three pictures, and then the rest goes to actual real porn. So. Okay. Yeah. Ah, real porn. <laughs> I love that show. Gotta love it. <laughs> hey, you you found porn on the internet? Oh, premium stuff. Yeah. Wow. Ooh picture in our chat oh it's just a happy bird (laughs) some cute little nod to pics i was getting ready well i I mean i can't jerk off one of it one of them is upside down with its legs spread open so i mean to each their own it don't even got its butthole showing yeah it's a little hairy down there but you know oh let's say it is this is a burb for Mm -hmm. free for free (laughs) this is a burb a borb definite borb Yes, it's known as the Little Bird Pokemon, but so are a ton of them. So. Yeah, and it was it it was the tiniest um, flying type in all of Pokemon until Rookie D became a thing. Yeah, and then um, now it's tied with Rookie D as the smallest flying type Pokemon. Oh, they're little friends. They're little friends. Guys, they're little mm-hmm. friends now. Yeah. yeah, they're little friends. There was a tiny bird that was just chilling next to me outside. I was working from home last Friday and I had my lunch and I went out to like check on the pool. There's just a little bird and I sat next to this little bird for a while and I went inside to get some bread and then I couldn't find bread. I don't know why I went back outside maybe to apologize to this bird, but he was cool with it. He was already gone. Yeah. He was just like, I'll find my own bread, but thanks. A, fu- a funny extension to that story is the other day I was outside watering our plants and we have a big pot with a, a little tree inside of it. And I was watering it and I turned it around and there was a whole loaf of bread in this pot, an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I took a picture of it. I sent it to Dave. I'm like, did you put this here? And he's like, no. Next day I go out and I look, I'm like, you know what? It's probably an animals. Let me just leave it. Next day I go out there and the entire loaf of bread is gone. Yeah, we're getting so, a stash. Wait, there's like, like a fucking snack cabinet yeah. under our tree, which yeah. is kind of great. The, there's an older lady behind us who yeah. just throws bread out for all the squirrels and stuff. And I guess they're just like hiding their stashes in our little plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be so cool if a Natu just came and flew into our yard. That'd be neat. And then use Confuse Ray so I'd have an excuse for being such an idiot. Yeah. You know? 
I, I said yes as if I was agreeing to you. I do not agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Pokemon aren't real as much as we'd like. I mean, it, it's true. I mean, it, this could happen in our yard not because Natus usually forage for food on the ground because its wings are, are too premature. They can't fly with these like dumb little wings it's got. Yeah. So. Just like ridiculous because it's like... 60% body and f- like 40% wing. Yeah, that wing is pretty big. But you want to yeah. know what? Those feet are huge. So maybe it just can't well, with also, those feet. Like birds have hollow bones, but he is all one orb. So I imagine maybe his skull, because it's oh. probably just like a skull with tiny little things off it. Maybe you can't lift that. I feel like they also kind of like transition not to. Like early Pokedex entries are always talking about like the bottoms of trees and tree roots and blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere they're like, oh no, they're on the savanna, like they're eating mm-hmm. cactuses and stuff. And it's like, wait, where did we go from trees and tree roots to cactuses? Yeah. Like, well, you know, it's all the places in South America that has those. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. yes, we will again mention they. By name, they reference the fact that these Pokemon exist in South America. Mm-hmm. A fictional land of South America. Right <laughs> below Kanto. Because Kanto is a part of Japan, but yeah. it's not yeah. that part of Japan. So maybe South America is just like what they call a weird-ass other place. So they actually pronounce it South America. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very different in the well, Pokemon world. That's also where they found Mew, so... Oh, it's true. Yeah, 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 we did discuss this. It says it can be found near ruins and in temperate and tropical forests in other areas of the world. So I guess with like the ruins, that kind of plays into the whole Mew lore as well. Mm-hmm. It jumps. Yeah. It does jump because apparently it can't fly. What a dumb tiny bird. Yeah, but it's very good at jumping. It can, uh, it can jump better than you can, probably. Definitely. It's got ups, yeah. as they would say. Yeah. yeah. You could probably slam dunk if it had uh, arms that can hold a little ball. Yeah. I've had dreams in the past. Not necessarily that I can fly really good, but that I could jump really good. And it's oh, almost the same feeling in my dream. So I got to say, what's the difference? What's what's the big deal? So I've never had a flying dream, but I have had a dream where I'm like perpetually falling. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which oh damn. It's kind of like flying, but like worse. Well, you're just flying down. <laughs> like no, one of them was like I was floating up, and I just kept thinking like as I was floating up, like I'm gonna start falling at some point, and I'm not gonna be able to stop myself. We well, got but... a paraglider, right? Yeah. Well, did you not do the quest at the beginning of the game? No, <laughs> I'll just have to whip out my Zonai glider. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. So. They they use sometimes the Pokedex phrases things in the most bizarre ways. So one Pokedex entry says the Pokemon flaps and leaps onto tree branches that are taller than grown up people. Yes. <laughs> like why? Can you imagine a tree bigger than a grown up people? <laughs> Have you ever seen uh, the meme online? It's like Americans will do anything except uh, rather than using the metric system. And it's like a (laughs) meteor the size of uh, one third of one half of Texas was seen (laughs) or something like that. 
It's like, yeah, you'll use any unit of measure that isn't not like, the metric system. Yeah, yeah. A kilometer or a or a kilogram or a We got so close to using the metric system, even to the point where like some states started changing their highway signs to like being like kilometers and things like that. Yeah. So close. But we're still just dumb America. Go us. When I was uh, in Holland once, I saw my grandfather was driving, I don't know, something like 100 kilometers or an hour or something like that. I was like, oh my God, this is the fastest I've ever been in my entire life. This is wild. This is crazy. And then my mom had to remind me that if I do the conversion through uh, Google, which won't show me any Natsu porn. Uh, <laughs> and what is it good for? Yeah. You just have to know what to put in the search bar. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's 62 miles per hour. Yeah, so. it's a pretty normal speed. Yeah. I remember, too, like, looking at the gas prices and being like, wow, gas is so cheap here. And then somebody's like, no, they're buying by the liter and not by the gallon. Oh. So it's very different. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, one thing I'll say about not to, since it's, you know, on branches that are taller than people, yeah. but not as not too much taller than people because they like to stare at you like Lovely. right into your eyes and it'll stare intently at you. And if you move just the tiniest bit, it'll hop away to safety. Yeah. They you ever... say that it's because of, uh, it's like, because it can tell the future, it's easily spooked because it's always kind of on edge because it knows the future. Yeah, but that's more for Zatu. Do you think that Natu can also, like, see the future like that? They, they or is it just, like, developing its, like, weird power when it's that young? I remember it saying that it had, like, a, a, a inkling of, yeah. like, uh, pre, precognizance. And it's got the psychic typing. Yeah. Um, for sure. Um, but this is total, like, this is real life animal behavior, too. Like, have you ever had staring contests with animals before? Uh, yes. Like, a baby deer. rabbit. A rabbit? Yeah, That's there so was cute. a baby rabbit in my yard. He was so cute. And, like, he was just sitting there staring at me. And I got, like, a million photos of it. I was like, thanks, little rabbit. I got your photo shoot is all finished. And then he ran away. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but deer definitely, I've definitely had a staring contest with a deer in my yard very recently because they ate all my goddamn fucking plants. I'm so pissed at them. But anyway. They're cute though. No, they can, no. they can go away. And they're also <laughs> shitting all over our yard, like yeah. all over our yard. Oh. Yeah. My dog loves to shit. To eat shit. Finding those little pebbles. It's like, Ooh, don't mind if I do. Ooh, Dude. another one. Yeah, I don't know what the deer, I know what they're eating. They're eating all of my luscious plants, but they're like, they're not just little pebbles. They've got like pebble mountains they're making. Yeah. They're huge. <laughs> uh, so I recently went on a walk uh, with my boyfriend, Dan, and we interacted with this cat and uh, started having a staring contest with this cat. Aww. And it, <laughs> it started becoming very vocal and then it just started pooping <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the street. And I was like, oh. Did you hey, want me to see that? Is it that... sounds like it sounds like you lost <laughs> that contest. I sure did. I was like, I can't look at you while you're doing this. Oh, they have no yeah. shame. 
Um, yeah. Natsu's name in Japanese is Nati, um, which uh, stands probably for native. And um, Jeff Callis, I, I might be pronouncing his name wrong, uh, but in a Penny Arcade Staff podcast revealed that Natu's name is supposed to be short for nature. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, so like, nat- you know, nature, uh, native, natural. Um, it's uh, also kind of, I feel like Natu you get a little bit of the design, but Zatu is where you're like, oh, okay, I see where you're going. Like, I yeah. see what you're trying to do. Like, not, if you just saw Natu by yourself, you'd be like, okay, tiny bird with the weird eye. But then you see Zatu and you're like, oh, I get it. And all, it all comes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven, when yeah. I think about you as a, as a Pokemon trainer, I think of two Pokemon right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Cyndaquil and Natu. Oh yeah, definitely. I a hundred percent. As soon as I saw Natu, I clung onto it. I was very much into birds as a child, and this like this game definitely coincided with that time in my life. So I was like, cool little birds. Like I'm I'm down. And then also, I guess spoiler for you know Zatu. We'll get into it a little bit. Um, but we we had a little. Our dad collects lots of different things because he goes on all sorts of different job sites and he finds things. And we had like a little totem pole. Yeah. Thing we, in, we, used to, we each had one, right? I believe so. Mine and, was uh, well, mine was a blue color. Yours was a teal color. Yeah. And I remember just like loving the design and like the way that looked. And then when seeing the Pokemon like kind of replicated in that, I like immediately clung to it. I was like, this is really cool. I love this design. Yeah, yours is still in the house. Mine, I don't know where it is. I'll have to grab that sometime. Mm. But yeah, I I definitely, I had this Pokemon on my team 100%. And then I feel like Pokemon kind of forgot about them. Yeah. I, I like them. I think they're pretty cool looking. I think they, I like their typing. Flying Psychic, I think, is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I want to say, even though we're not at Zatu yet, I'll have you know that the champion of the Elite Four in the second generation had two of them on his team. Oh, wow. Just like Lance and his Dragonites. So. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think you get it relatively early. Like, I don't think you get it quite as early as, like, a Pidgey, per se. But you get it early on in the game. And, um, it's, you know, flying-type Pokemon always are great to have around, you know? They Not are. to mention, in the first two generations, Psychic types, types were dominant. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why they had to introduce uh, Dark Types to try to, like, even them out even a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do know that the the two places that I looked up and saw Natu appearing again is um, in the new Pokemon Snap game. You can get a little Natu to come out of some ruins and it kind of will like dance on an apple and it's really cute. Um, and there's an episode where James uses one. Um, he doesn't he does get one per se like he, it's not on his team, but he uses one in a battle. Yeah, good for him. And naughty. 
Do you know Naughty? No, who's that? So, um, there is a episode um, called Doing What Comes Nat To, really. Uh, and there are two Natus. One is owned by Mackenzie, the other his father. And they're both told uh, people's fortunes using Future Sight. Um, but Mackenzie's nicknamed Naughty was not successful because he had stage fright. So he couldn't Aww. be like a stage psychic. But his name was Naughty. Yeah. And they always said it like that, too. They were always like, hey, Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That's yeah. I, that's not on there, but I, like, there's no other way it could go. It's got to be like that. Yeah, it's like, uh, who copied who? Uh, did Pokemon copy Courage the Cowardly Dog, or did Courage the Cowardly Dog copy Pokemon? <laughs> Feeling naughty. <laughs> Everybody will remember Freaky Fred, right? The best episode, cartoon episode ever. I look that up all the time. I'm just like, this is such a good episode of a TV show. It's very disturbing. It's very disturbing, but... And here's the thing. I always thought that Freaky Fred looked a little bit like our cousin, Hedit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Just because... I don't know. He just... Has like a a big smile, and Hedit's always like uh, got a smile on his face, and it's like, oh, the smiley boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if you have not seen it, go look it up. Uh, Courage is also a very good show. Yeah, it has some good episodes. Sorry, every once in a while, my dog needs me to pet his head. Aww, that's a very important job. Yeah. That's super important. Meanwhile, Chainsaw is like. <laughs> He's staring out at my glass, my door's glass into my office, and he's just sitting outside it watching me staring, like yeah. staring he's, me down. He's trying to have a staring contest with you. you should, yeah. He, you should yes, look into he, his eyes and see if he knows the future. He is channeling a not to, definitely. <laughs> Give me one second while I let him free. We can vamp. Do you guys know that the shiny one has uh, yellow plumes, but is a lighter green? Yeah, it, it looks just more yellow across the board yeah kind of like just like a more desaturated version of natu i would say it's uh, it's not great yeah i'm <laughs> no, not uh, yeah i'm not too impressed yeah but uh the dog is the dog is free finally yeah <laughs> now that the dogs are away we can play yeah um so uh, let me know when you're ready to hit uh, level 25. I'm ready. Yeah. I think we're there. So, as with, uh, you know, some Pokemon in the Pokedex, uh, the time has come for us to uh, take on a new form. Uh, Pokemon evolve through various methods, but not to. Starting at level 25 can evolve into... Our first Pokemon that has ever started with the letter X, Zatsu, the Mystic Pokemon. Do yeah. we... Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, th- what's great about this too is that they didn't just pick X just to have it. Um, mm-hmm. The name Zatu comes from the word Zat, which uh, X-A-T is a carved pole erected as a memorial to the dead in some Northwestern Native American tribes. So oh. it's um, 
we'll we'll talk about what this pikachu looks like um but a little it does look like uh, a totem pole kind of bird with its wings and uh it is named for that as well which is really interesting now what does this pikachu look like well imagine the same little tennis ball uh with the side eye with a more mature beak. It's eyes, uh, it's titties or eyes. It, it's got it, eyes, titties. It, got, it does have freaky, and, and it's titties are, are high eyes. Like they're red, but not like, you know, a really, really like bright red. They're like a, I'm fucking stoned red <laughs> eyes on its titty area. Yeah. Um, it's very much like a barrel shape with its mm-hmm. wings closed because it kind of cloaks itself and its big wings. It looks like its wings, it's like covering its private parts, but like squishing its titty eyes together, you know? Or like a flasher kind of where yeah. it's like it's got its jacket closed and right. then it opens them up and they've got these big wings on the side. Imagine, if you will, uh, <laughs> a, a um, three tennis balls in the little tennis ball uh, container that you buy them in. And then mm-hmm. that container has a, a, a big yellow beak and a little headdress uh, that's kind of slicked back and uh, two uh, wings that it, it uses for, for flags. And um, it's, uh, you know, fairly striped and ornamented. And uh, it just stares at the sun all day. It's it's always giving a side eye. It's yeah. always looking directly at you. It's always looking with one eye from the side. But it's kind of like I feel like most birds when you look at them, like you see a bird and you see they're also giving you the side eye, and it kind of looks like they're not looking at you, but they definitely are. One eye on the streets, one eye in the sheets. <laughs> Which is, I'm glad you brought up the separation of the eyes because Zatu's got this weird kind of power i guess or not power but it's got this weird thing where with its right eye it can see into the future but with its left eye it sees to the past and because of this weird thing it does not move it's pretty stationary and just sits there because it has a lot of fear of the visions of the future coming true so it just sits there and doesn't add to anything in the present yeah, and how relatable is that? The absolute fear of the future. Um, well, given the fact that we lived in a plume of smoke for a couple of days. <laughs> Did yeah. it freak you out as much as it f- freaked me out? It freaked me out because in the middle of the day, my I work from home. So in the middle of the day, my entire house went pitch black. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening outside? I look outside and the entire, like, I can't even see you know, the house behind me, it's just straight smoke and the sky is orange. And I'm like, oh my God, this is how we die. It looked like a sepia filter outside. I'm yeah. like, this is how we die. And it smelled so bad. Like it just smelled like burning plastic up by where Dave and I are. I don't know about you guys, but it by smells us, disgusting. By us, it smelled like a, like a forest fire, like a, like a wood fire kind mm. of, um, but it is hazardous because it's got all sorts of other particular stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, definitely stay safe out there, everyone. Yes, um, for sure. I had to, in that time, stop myself from becoming a Zatu and staring directly yeah. at the sun. Right, right. It was so easy to, and it was so red and yeah. ominous. It seems so red and distant. But it was, was like, the, like the moon in Zelda. Exactly. Yeah. But I was like, don't do that. Don't stare at the sun. That's very bad for you. <laughs> um, but Zatu's doing it because it's a... Um, a meditative practice for some people uh it's called sun gazing and it's you're supposed to stare at either the um rising or setting sun as a way of meditating yeah and zatu funnily enough does both mm -hmm. it starts its meditation uh at sunrise and uh doesn't really stop it just kind of uh it's said throughout the entire day It'll meditate from sunrise. Yeah, and I'll say that, like, by the time it starts, it's already too late. Like, it's the end of the day. Like, yeah. T time doesn't even pass for it. Like, it just goes to nighttime. Um, some people believe that Zatu are emissaries from other worlds. Which mm. would make sense because this is, like, kind of how they're, like, they're justifying. Yeah, they live in South America. So this is how they connect South America with the Pokemon world. Aliens. Uh, well, I think the yeah, they're also saying like kind of aliens too. Like they think they're from the space, and this um, some people um, are fearful of them because they think that they'll cause terrible things to happen. It is a freaky looking bird. It's also quite large. It's four eleven, four foot eleven inches. Um, that's that's a pretty large bird. And if I saw a bird that looked like this and it was just staring into space. I would kind of be freaked out by it. Yeah. I was uh, fair. surprised at how short Natu was and surprised at how tall Zatu was. 4'11". Yeah. So close. It's a big glow up. Well, it's a big gap between the two, right? Yeah. It's Giant. almost as if there was a second evolution. Oh. <sighs> a second so tennis ball in the tennis ball stack? So there was, in between Natu and Zatu, really? uh, an evolution that never really made it. So I will show you. And I think it makes too much sense. It is a handsome Pokemon. Ooh. So this is one where we can do... Uh, who's that Pokemon? Oh. Oh. That is, without a doubt, a resplendent Quetzal. So yeah. it, it basically is the exact middle. I'll find an actual thing to send to you guys. It is the exact middle of what you'd expect from Natu and Zatu. It is a, I'd say, Aztec looking bird. It has uh, big plumes on its back, some little war paint under its eye. It has the head is closer to a Natu, but it's got the Zatu beak. Um, and it still has wings and that bird-like body. So very, very cool. Yeah, I'm upset I was robbed of that. I yeah, me too. It's a, it was a good-looking Pokemon. Now, do we st are we still using the excuse that there wasn't enough room on the game cards to not include everything? Or um, For this game, I don't think in the beginning it was an issue, and then it wasn't. It mm -hmm. could have just been a balancing um, also, one reason people believe this did not happen is because of um, some uh, 
items that didn't make it in the end. I'm going to put the, the main post there. So um, this Pokemon was supposed to evolve using a Heartstone. Mm. So a Heartstone, which we add Heartstones later in the games, but Heartstone was scrapped, but originally was going to be used to evolve Politoed and Espeon. Okay. And uh, another different um, kind of thing with this evolution too is that they they changed uh, Zatu a lot as well. So the original um, Pokemon kind of looked like what we see in the outdoors this week. They have this kind of brownish, chalky color. Uh, and there was a weird chest. It kind of looked like um, Zatu was hugging a pig. Yeah, I see that. Do you looks, see that? It looks like a cat to me. Yeah, it kind of looks like a cat. Something with two little spikes on its head. Yeah, right? Very weird. But yeah, super interesting. This is a, one of the Pokemon, uh, beta Pokemon, that just makes sense. Especially because it's not like it was replaced. It was just taken out. And it must have been taken out much later because it fits perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really enjoy this. The only reason I can see it being taken out is does Zatu have like third evolution vibes? I could see them doing something. Well, what do you mean? What are you asking? Are you asking if Zatu has like yeah. middle evolution vibes you know, or like? I, if I look at them now, I feel like the second one is maybe more interesting than Zatu. Right. Yeah. But it makes sense altogether. But Zatu doesn't look like the final. Like it, it doesn't. Like, for example, like Squirtle to Blastoise. Yeah. Or like, you know. I think it looks more third evolution worthy when its wings are spread out. Those those Same. like images of it. Yeah. But I also think, I mean, Peter's going to be the one to weigh in on this, but is it powerful enough to be a third? No. I don't feel like it's really a powerhouse in that way to justify all of this. And also to get a special evolution stone, they kind of went away mm -hmm. from that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I watch those videos that Steven does about, um, you know, where a, a Pokemon stood in competitive battling. And I already knew that, you know, Natu and Zatu, uh, or I mean, specifically Zatu would be like in like the NU or lower tier, like, you know, not not particularly strong. Yeah, and uh, we all know what NU stands for. Uh, noxious urinal yeah <laughs> oh uh this is something steven and i work together steven i am narrowing in on the person who does not uh flush the urinal what i think i know who it is sometimes i don't flush the urinal we'll have to we'll have to dish yeah we'll have to, we'll dish have to find out who destroyed both our toilets too <laughs> oh yeah i mean i feel like we did our fair share in destroying those toilets too <laughs> It's just bad plumbing and strong asses. Our plumbing's bad at our house, so sometimes sure when I feel like I got a real, real banger coming, I'll just be like, "Yeah, I'll unleash this at you. work." Yeah, yeah, I um almost exclusively shit downstairs because our bidet is just so much better down there. It's better water pressure. They got one of those new toilets yeah. that has the limiter, so it's it's not giving off as much force. I need more pressure on my butthole when it yeah. does shooting. You know. Yeah, yeah, you got blast shooting. Shooting, yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I almost became an adult the other day. 
<laughs> again. Uh, a second adult? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hit my midlife crisis almost. Oh no. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I have mentioned before that I only shit on the clock, right? Um, I only shit while I'm, you know, clocked in working at home. Getting paid, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Dave the other day was late leaving for work. So he like kind of threw off my schedule a bit because usually I'll shit at like 9 a.m., right? Like Dave's out of the house. I can use the upstairs bathroom. He doesn't yeah. have to use it to get ready. I mean, that's when the coffee hits. That's when yeah. the, the hydration from the the, the morning starts Right, right. You. I've already been working for an hour. I start work at 8, 8 a.m. every day. So I was like, all right, well, it was like 8.38 and my butt was like, you cannot wait 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, no, you cannot. I'm like, all right, well, it's 8.38. Dave is about to go into that bathroom. So let me let me go to the downstairs bathroom. And I don't know if you ever had this experience where you stand up and all of a sudden you have to shit a lot more like than you did sitting down. Like you're just like, oh, my God, if I don't find a toilet in the next 30 seconds, there's going to be an issue. You know, so I'm like running down the stairs, but I miss a step and slip and fall a full flight of stairs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Just barely. So it was one of those things where like my life was flashing before my eyes as I was falling down these stairs. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall through the railings. I'm going to fall like 10 feet from the ground. I'm just going and going and going. And I got to the bottom of the stairs. and I'm like. Okay. I don't know if you've ever fallen down and you're like, need to analyze yourself for a second. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Am I, just, <laughs> am I dead? Am I conscious? Like, just a couple of weeks ago, I fell when I was running and I was like, all right, do I still have all of my fingers? Because right. uh, that's a lot of initial blood. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of had that experience. And then I was like, all right, well, I'm conscious. I'm alive. What? And then I'm like, oh, my God, my whole body's throbbing, specifically my ankle. And I'm like, I don't know if I can walk right now. <laughs> but then I was like having my moment of am I OK? But then my asshole was like, bitch, get to a toilet now. <laughs> so I was like hobbling to a toilet and I just fucking made it like my pants. I was pulling down my pants and poop was coming out of my butt. I was like, holy shit. I <laughs> yeah, I had just fucking made it but yeah it was rough my ankle is really really bad it's i have a cankle it's pretty pretty cute but but uh yeah you made it i made it <laughs> i made it no midlife crisis for me yet yeah and then also um geez whenever you say mid midlife crisis i get really sad because you're the the youngest of i know um <laughs> but not by that much yeah, and then also you had the the joy of uh, pooping while also being severely injured, which is just oh, one of life. I literally shows. almost passed out on the toilet. I don't know if it was like the adrenaline of my body, like what the hell just happened? It's a combination like... of a, adrenaline and uh, and uh, gastrointestinal distress. Yes, it was the poop, sweats, everything. I was like, oh my god, I don't know what's happening to my body, but it's too much. Yeah, so. I mean, I've passed out from, like, gas pains before. Oh, I've, really? Yeah, all of a sudden, like, you know, I'm on the toilet. I'm like, I know something has to happen because my yeah. stomach is just, like, stomach pain and, uh, like, tooth pain are two of mm -hmm. the worst pains. Back and, pain, too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, Butthole pain. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, Isn't there an Eminem song where it's just, like, Looking out, and that's why they call it window pain. Yeah, 
There is somewhere. <laughs> uh, that was the most like, yeah, I'm going to agree and pretend to know what you're talking about answer. Well, it, it, it sounds accurate. All of a sudden, something awakened in my head and I was like, I'm going to come up with it. And then I'm like, nope, I'm not. I don't know Eminem that well. Um, but yeah, I've been on the toilet before and been like, all right, Peter, keep keep uh, conscious because you're getting tunnel vision because your yeah. th- your tum tum hurts so bad <laughs> yeah that was um i've been there i was there like two days ago it was just it was an experience it was like the first time as an adult where i was like very concerned that i had done irreparable damage to myself yeah. you know <laughs> well as you grow older you get closer and closer to the incident that changes your life forever right exactly yeah so moral of the story, don't wait till the last second to go take a shit. Just shit when your butt tells you to. And don't run down the stairs. Listen to your butt <laughs> yeah. when it's calling for you. I bet um I bet Zatu saw that whole thing unravel you know before it actually happened. That's, that's probably why he's sitting there incapacitated. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? It's like this bitch has no idea what's about to happen to her. Soup was coming out of her butt. <laughs> yeah, Zatu's whole deal is that person who's in the room witnessing something so uncomfortable that it's like it can't move. It's like maybe if I just stay here, nothing will happen. It's just what the fuck? What the fuck? Did There's I ever a- tell you the story about uh, me and my? dad went camping one time with like a church group right and we shared a tent together and um man it's just still such an embarrassing story for me dude i literally just told you how i fell down the stairs and almost shit myself (laughs) yeah so and my dad wakes up in the middle of the night he's like peter can you sleep um I'm like, no, I can't. It's just so uncomfortable in the tent. He's like, yeah, it's so cold. Even my dick is cold. <laughs> and I was too young. So I was just like, my dad just said the word dick to me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I did not hear him. And, and not talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. In- <laughs> but in pretending that I did not hear him, I I, I overcommitted. I said, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> so he repeated himself again and i was like now i have to double down again what did you say and, and then finally it was like ah forget it yeah. i was like why did i ask him to repeat the thing that made me uncomfortable like four times in a row <laughs> yeah to, to be funny too it's kind of like you did like one of those teacher things where it's like you want somebody to correct them like grammar wise <laughs> But he was just like, what am I supposed to say? Like, my wiener is chilly? <laughs> I got a chilly dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's very funny. That is the quote of I the podcast. I was expecting somebody to, like, poop themselves or something. But, like, just a chilly dog is, like, a yeah. chilly wiener is not that bad. Remember, people, um... Drink a lot of water in the morning because it helps get your uh, intestines flowing. Uh, yeah, but the, my problem is that water only hydrates me so much. I need to find twice as much hydration from water and three <laughs> times as much hydration from uh, basic uh, sports beverages. If only we could find something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
Zatu in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is like the wisest of all the Pokemon and he lives on Hills of the Ancient and beyond the Great Canyon and you go to talk to Zatu to figure out how to like be like yo I was changed into a Pokemon because that's what those games are about yeah and then an end game after you like lose your friend you get your friend back from Zatu being like wise and shit I saw a little um a little uh what do they call those like a little animation about that today somebody was uh animating a person as a mudkip going up to a Zatu and then offering them uh food because uh all they did was stare at the sun all day and they were concerned oh, for him how sweet yeah those are especially the second mystery dungeons like the um the ds ones i really enjoyed those yeah i bought explorers of the sky at one point uh before the price skyrocketed i'm sure because i heard that was the best one and i still have that just waiting for me i'm really excited to play it one day when i stop being addicted to every other game that uh gets in front of me yeah i'm being real good to myself right now by not buying uh street fighter yeah because I would just sit there and make guys with, like, real big asses that use them to fight. Like, he'd be like, no hands, huge ass, <laughs> just tiny dog. head, big ass, no head, little feet. <laughs> like, and then just be like, oh, hey, Ryu, I do yeah. can look at my big ass, no feet, yeah. small eyes, big nose, I'll never big forget ears. Super Groin, the most beautiful Fallout New Vegas character you ever made for me. Super Groin can be in a... I mean, Matt Ryan... Uh, friend of the pod um, from Calling All Creeps, we, uh, you know, got into a lot of, lot of creator wrestlers. That's kind of our thing. Yeah. Um, let's get back to Zatu. Um, I love how um, this is a, a rare Pokemon because um, in official artwork, you're always going to see a female Zatu. Yes, I love this. Um, so before gender differences were introduced, all Zatu had the appearance of female Zatus, and later on they made the switch, which is that uh, males have three stripes on their lower body, and females have two stripes. Um, so as a result, like all official artwork of Zatu has two stripes, indicating that they're all females. Yes, I love this, but they are 50-50, like you know, there's yeah. 50% chance of getting a male or a female yeah. Zatu or Natsu, which is cool. I always forget that there are gender differences because I spot them so infrequently. I When I saw this one, I was like, oh, that's pretty like big. I should go back and look and see if there were any other ones of note. And no, there weren't. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly just like the usual where it's like the male's antenna are longer. Um the only one that was really interesting that I looked back at was like gloom and vile plume. The females of their spots on the petals are like way bigger. It's very noticeable. Mm. Um, but yeah, most of the time it's either nothing or just like, Oh, the antenna or the whiskers or the tail is longer or shorter. Yeah. And then there are some Pokemon that are, uh, do all Pokemon have yeah yeah because there's some that are really out like right in your face like Wobbuffet that's probably the most uh the most 
we'll get to that because we don't want to spoil it. But yeah, if you want to look at a very substantial gender difference, just look at mm-hmm. Wabba Fett. But um, got some DSLs on those uh, females. Yeah. But oh, like, did you guys see the um, Pokemon plush, the the Pikachu plush for June? No. The uh, the official trans Pikachu's. Do they have those? Oh yes, they're so wonderful. Hold on, I'll, I'll send them in the chat. Let's get the full info. This was sent over by friend of the pod, Frostwad. Oh. Um, so there is a set of Pikachus that is being sold in Japan, and it's for pride and trans rights. Um, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to have to put it into our text chain. Okay. So it is two Pikachus, and they are lighter colors. So they are yellow with kind of pinkish cheeks, and um, their tails are cut and sewn so that one looks like it has the Pikachu, the female Pikachu rounded tail, but it has been filled out to be square, and one has like the, the cuts on its square tail to be rounded. I just posted that's, it in our thing. That's so cute. Um, I know that I got recently um, like the Pokemon anniversary vinyl and um, they had pictures like stickers where it was like two male Pikachu listening to a record, two female listening to a record. They had like a whole bunch of different options. I thought it was really cute too. Oh, yeah, that's adorable. So actually, never mind. These are not official, as it said. Somebody thought they were official. They are from a company called Boyra Plush. Oh, that would be so cool. C-O-I-R-A plushies. They have some incredible things. They have life-size Digimon plushies. This is They have a life-size fucking Heracross. Oh, my God. What? Sign me up. I can't wait to get uh, Renamon life-size Digimon plush. It's pretty incredible. Hold on. Where's where's the window so I can bring up and show you guys this? Speaking of Pokemon porn, I'm going to look up Renamon. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zatu shares this category with Flygon because it transformed into the Mystic Pokemon. Mm. I can bring that up in the meantime. All right, I um, just sent Boyra plushes home. And you'll see a life-size fucking Heracross oh on the couch. Gosh. Pretty that incredible. horn is like the size of me. Since we're uh, telling stories that have been sourced by uh, outside members of, uh, of the community, uh, when we were recording last episode, Breaking News, my, my dad texted me at 11 o'clock in the evening and uh, wanted to let me know just in case it was uh, pertinent news for the podcast that um, somewhere in uh, an apartment complex in Las Vegas, they started naming the, the streets after Pokemon so that there will be a, a Squirtle, Snorlax, and Jigglypuff lane. Yep. That's adorable. Um, Boira plushes also has a ghastly plush, and it's like in a, a bunch of tool, so it looks like it's in a gas. It's adorable. If I made one, I would just fart on it a bunch. 
make sure that it's got all sorts of fragrant gases like floral scents to uh yeah i just it's like why did it come wet that's all the febreze i sprayed on it (laughs) (laughs) um yes so uh zatu is also from south america it says in South America, it said that its right eye sees the future and its left eye views the past, which they say a couple times, but apparently double that in South America, <laughs> which is weird because I looked at a lot of uh, Zatu art. I couldn't really find any where you see both of its eyes in the same. Image. Yeah, unless yeah, unless it's like straight on. But even then, it's like kind of off to the side and not yeah. all of them. Um, like I said, Zatu is, uh, the first Pokemon to have an X in its name. Uh, there would be no other Pokemon with X in its name until, uh, the legendary Pokemon from Pokemon X is Xerneas. Xerneas, yeah. I just found a furry website, Zatu, and it's got, like, quite the tits. Very mm, <laughs> Finally. Flashing at you. Yeah, it's Those... a little weird. Do they have eyes? Oh, uh, yeah, they do. They sure do. Uh, um, no, and I the, do see Zatu with two. You see both eyes at the same time in the anime. But in like the game art, you don't really see it. So uh, Zatu we, is named for the X in English, but in Japanese, the name is Natio. Okay. Um, which is probably a combination of native and the word Indio. Also, I'm going to say uh, Zatu is probably the easiest Pokemon to draw. That would impress people. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's definitely hard to draw a circle, so getting its head done alone is is difficult. But if I'm, like, going to draw a Pokemon and you're like, I drew a Diglett or an Electrode or something, but if you drew this, it's a lot of just flat shapes, which is nice. Wait say the two Pokemon that I used to draw all the time. Hey, those are our favorites. (laughs) We just, we're simple men. What can we say? Um... Zatu, uh, like I said earlier, resembles the resplendent Quetzal. Quetzal. Uh, this is a fine Quetzal's Quetzal. Bird. Yeah. Uh, if you search up good-looking birds, the resplendent Quetzal, or Quetzal, uh, I keep on saying it wrong, <laughs> um, will probably be up there. Very good-looking bird. Very, very nice-looking bird. I want to add a new segment, um, and this is a segment for every time I think of it. Uh, it's it's the sitting cutie segment. Aww. So if you don't know, Pokemon has a line, Pokemon Company has a line of plush called the sitting cuties. The whole deal of this line is they make every single Pokemon. They have just finished Gen 5, I believe. Um, and literally every Pokemon. So there is a... Like, they're not just going to do Machop and Machamp. They did Machop, Machoke, Machamp, all of them. If there's different forms of them, like they did Deerling, and there's the different ones of all the different, like, seasons, seasons, Mm -hmm. they made one of each. Like, they do all of them. So because of that, there will be a Sitting Cutie. And I just checked Sitting Cutie Zatu, and I think it's, uh, I'm going to give it an A. Well, there was one um, really great YouTuber. Oh my gosh, what's her name? Oh my gosh. She's a really great... um, 
Oh my god, animator. What what is her name? Jaden. Her name is Jaden. Yeah. And she ranked all of the sitting cuties. And one thing that I love that she ranked them by was their ability to actually sit. Yeah. So, so. it's it's funny because I'm gonna say the the not to, I'm gonna give a maybe a C. It looks like a Burger King toy. Yeah, like a D. Yeah, Natu gets a D. Where Zatu, Zatu looks, gets like an a, an A or maybe an S because Zatu's real real nice. Looks real sturdy. It, looks, it sits good. Yeah, there's some really nice pictures of it sitting on trees and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say Zatu. Zatu, I switched up to an S, and I'm going to give a D to Natu. But they're really nice, and every now and then, some surprise you. Like, I, when I saw those reviews, I had to get the Garboder, and uh, Garboder is sitting here on my desk now, and it makes me so fucking happy. But just <laughs> Google a Pokemon from Gen 5 and down, and they made one, for better or worse. For just better or worse. <laughs> just search Sitting Cutie and then the name of a Pokemon, and we can do that from now on. I did see the Chandelure one recently, and that one looked good. Yeah, some of the weird ones when it's like hard to make a Pokemon because they're not steering away from any of them. So we got to see. Because like some of them, some yes. of the, oh my God, can we not? I think that's later generation. Um, But like some of them are just very difficult to make a plush out of. Like some of these really like dragon esque Pokemon or these very extravagant like I-, I can't wait for them to try to make Eternatus like what are they gonna do with that? Hell, they made every letter of um unknown. oh the unknown yeah yeah so they're they're not pulling any they're doing it they're going for it but um so where else are I'm trying to think if there's anything else or are we gonna start a uh, card gaming? I just have a horrible confession. I have oh, no. a bunch of Pokemon plushes that I inherited from a friend. And I threw them all away because I didn't think plushes were that fun back when I was in high school. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry, Arceus. Please have mercy on my soul. <laughs> oh, there's okay. a Fero sitting cutie? There's an everything. There's everyone. Everything. If it exists, there's going to be a sitting cutie for it. If yeah, one I doesn't the, exist anymore. I think I, I have Shedinja. Why is the top At- selling one Volcarona? I don't know. People like weird ones. Mm. Like I think we have a uh, we have Kakuna and Metapod in our potted plants, we our do. fake potted plant. I bought those because they're neat. Yeah, we just got a bunch. We just have a few. Um, do you know what else is fun? Having cards, sex. <laughs> yes, both things. Yes, very much. Yes. But um, for now, we'll keep it PG, I guess, and, and play the trading card game. We'll keep it TCG. TCG, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So Dave, Peter, and um, Steven are going to guess how many cards that Natu and Zatu appear in in the TCG trading card game. Um, only two, but they're, they're a solid two. So what are we thinking? How many cards are they appearing on? 12. I would assume... Here, here's the thinking. Um, I would assume that they're, what, flying uh, psychic type. So it's a dual type, but flying doesn't necessarily... Flying is, is colorless, and I don't think you put a Natsu on a colorless card, so it'd probably just be psychic. 15. I love the uh, strat explanation there. Okay, we got 15, alright. I was gonna say 14. We got 12, 15, and 14. Um, well, Peter's strategy works, as it always does. 
Um, but <laughs> there are 17 not too cards in existence. Not too much. Not too much. Not too that's, much. That's more than I thought, though, which I'm I'm happy about. Yeah, yeah. I'm not as surprised about this as I was with um, Togepi's numbers from last time. Well, it, I, isn't this one higher than Togepi? Um, I believe so. Yeah. They're no, they're the same. They're the same. Same. Okay. Seventeen Togepi. Yeah. Seventeen not two. Mm-hmm. But out of the two, not two Zatu, who's more popular in the TCG? How many Zatu cards are we thinking? I'm gonna say 17. All right. Uh, that was what I was gonna do. That's very smart. Exactly. I'm gonna say 18 then. I'm gonna go one up. I'll go one down. I'll say 16. All right, Dave, you take you take it away. Whoa. 18 cards, baby. Oh. All right. Uh, you want to play a fuck game? Yeah. All right. This game is called Who You Gonna Fuck? I'm going to list four Pokemon. You're going to tell me which one, if bred with Natu and Zatu, would not produce an egg. All right. Here we go. Butterfree, Aerodactyl, Noctowl, Honchkrow. That's Butterfree, Aerodactyl, Noctowl, and Honchkrow. This is hard. Say That's I am gonna. I was gonna say that, but I'm gonna choose a different one for strategy purposes. Um, I'll say knocked out. I guess I'll say Butterfree. I was gonna go Aerodactyl, but I, Me too. I, I like to cover the bases. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Peter, you've been killing it. It's Butterfree. What? That was uh. my second guess, but I didn't. I had no idea why. What? What? What makes it not possible? <laughs> Butterfree is only Different a bug holes. type. Mm, okay. Just a bug. Okay. Just a bug, not flying. Where Aerodactyl is in the flying egg group. Noctowl okay. and Honchkrow are just straight flying. Is Aerodactyl also like mineral at all? Um, let me see. I actually don't believe so. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, since it's a fossil, it must be in some weird like mineral egg group or something but... yeah it's kind of weird no it's just flying all right mineral is a very odd egg group um because it's just like very much just like rock things hmm. like down like to earth weird rock stack. and then every now and then you get a weird one like sinisty what in a mineral yeah i guess you know clay for the the pot that doesn't make sense like right. runarigus runarigus i never know how to say that guy copperaja coferigerus dwebble you're giving away all your secrets uh you'll forget yeah it's you guys true. forgot gliger the next week yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know i'll never forget uh our outro no that out of 150 plus movies that Jackie Chan has been in. Oh my God. He was only eight years old when he did his first movie. Was, was that the one where he was naked? <laughs> okay, now we're going to jail. <laughs> it's time to go. The police are coming. <laughs> um, 
Thank you, as always, to Dave for uh, remembering that the theme of uh, this show is not actually Pokemon, but a, <laughs> a very, very well-hidden Jackie Chan fact. Uh, thank you for Carl for our theme song. Uh, thank you to you for listening. Uh, thank you for uh, the four of us for constantly sourcing the greatest poop stories you ever did hear. Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, trying to normalize almost shitting yourself and shitting yourself yeah we're all adults here try not to though get it oh, you gotta, oh, listen, good joke good joke that Tr- is how about try not to <laughs> um you can find us on social media that dave knows off the top of his head he knows our zanga he knows our live journal it's just at daycare dittos uh if um if you uh, want to shit, uh, sometimes you have to start by farting. Farting. Farting.